hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to Death Drop Pod. It is me, it's Chopsticks. Hey dolls, it's Miss Apocalypse. And we're here for episode six. I know, it's crazy. We're almost so close to ten episodes. It feels like we just started. Yes. And like we, as you guys can see, finally have a beautiful little studio space. I think we're finally getting our lighting, our audio, everything's kind of just coming together. So like we're super excited and hopefully this means better content, more content. Yes. Um, and then we'll just see whatever you guys like. Um, but either way, we're just excited to be back. And I think let's just start off with what's happening in drag world. I think a lot of shade yes and just kind of backlash has been unfortunately clouding our drag nation but yes. tell us all about it miss apocalypse there's a lot going on um on our old video about elliot saying some racist mm -hmm. and transphobic things um you know obviously we're not gonna condone any of that um, right what's said is is her opinion yes and we true. don't stand by any of nope. that but um, zero tolerance. Hopefully, there was some growth for her on the show, and maybe those old tweets and whatnot stay just buried in the past. Is what I'm hoping. Hopefully, it's crazy how like that got dug up though, because like wasn't it from a few years ago? Like not that any of that's all right. Right. Like because we absolutely like you said, Miss Apocalypse, we have zero tolerance for anything that's racist and just non. I would say non-acceptance, right? Yep. So with that being said, like, I'm not saying that what and when it's said is appropriate. Like, that's not at all. We're not pulling a Chris Harrison. For those that also follow Bachelor Nation, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I'm just curious, like, how long ago was this from? I do not remember. Um, I didn't look at any of the tweets myself. Mm. Um, it doesn't... It's not acceptable, period. Right, and it's just not a big... I'm kind of over the whole cancel culture, um, which that's part of it. You're right. They go up and they dig up history on people. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Not saying that, again, any of it's right to do in the beginning. Yep. In the first place. But if you delete all your previous tweets, then you're automatically, I feel like, you're hung out to dry because you're hiding evidence. Yeah. Um, but then if you don't, it's fair game. And they bring true. up all of it. True. Um, I don't know how long ago it was, but it did come through. Candy Muse had her live a couple last week. Yes. And talked about some of the transphobic and um, racist things that were said on right. set. And I think it's in regard to kind of, and we noticed it with the editing of mm -hmm. this week's episode, yeah. was very sympathy for Elliot yes. card. And I'm almost wondering if that's where the queens kind of came out and were like, hey, time out. In case you start thinking that Miss Elliot's clean and squeaky right. and should be feel and should like feel sorry for playing the victim, right. almost right. Be like, there's a reason we don't talk to her. <laughs> X Y Z. So it almost seems like this all came out prior to filming that they knew this about her. What she had said, right? Like the old tweet, but it sounds like on set she had said, mm, right, right, right. Yeah, because there's there are some tweets of her like putting Caitlyn Jenner on there and saying. Looking good, Bruce. Come right, bringing up which is not her, acceptable. Right, bringing up her dead name, right. the name that's no longer yep. our old identity. Yeah, and we'll still tag tag Bruce in there. Hashtag Bruce Jenner every time they talk about Caitlyn. So there's some of the transphobic pieces there. 
I guess there are tensions between her and Gottmik sometimes on set, or at least Candy and Tina felt that way mm -hmm. about Elliot, right, being protective over Gottmik. Um, Rightfully so. Right, and it sounds, and both Tina and Candy, I think, are the personalities that won't sit there and be quiet about it. Right, zero tolerance. Right, and so I think that's where a lot of it came up. Um, Candy had said, I, Candy might have been a little bit more uh, retaliate, retaliation based because she had did she had put out a couple tweets this week saying, you know how the last two weeks have been nothing but her being dragged under. Right. These are personal attacks on her mom. Yes. All of this stuff, right? That wasn't right. I and I don't know. I haven't followed along that much this week on what's going on with the drama between them. But who knows? Maybe there's something that came up between that whole mm -hmm. drama. Um, either way, I hope Elliot grows and. Yeah. She is able to look back and say, okay, maybe there's things I want to do differently moving right. forward. Um, especially in tonight's episode, con contradicting that she had said, chosen to say, I just want that sisterhood with the rest of them. Yeah, absolutely. It seemed really crazy how the timing of everything came about. Yes. Um, and like, you know, anti-racism is exactly our stance. Yes. You know, there's zero tolerance for that here. Um, I mean, clearly, as you guys know, we're all about spreading <laughs> love and talking about all things and celebrating all things drag. Um, and it's just, it's sad that, unfortunately, there are people in our world, mm -hmm. not just Elliot, but a lot of other individuals that are just un uneducated, um, ignorant, um, and did have um, racist ideology. Um, and maybe that's from just their culture from yeah. their upbringing just so many different factors we don't know um but it doesn't make it acceptable yeah. and so i agree i hope miss elliot uh grows from it i hope that she learns from this whole journey yes um and hopefully um use it as a platform to really just better educate herself and the community and the members and the followers that she has. Exactly. So, you know, let's see what she does. Um, I hope she grows from it. I know. But who knows, right? Like, it's it's really hard. And it's, I mean, who knows? Who knows how deep this goes? We're not yep. here to judge. We're only here to say, you know what, let's, let's hope that. And let's hope she just grows from it. Exactly. Um, other than that, I know we have, looking forward... Uh, this weekend, Sharon Needles, Ginger Minge, and Jinx Monsoon had their digital drag festivals right. or shows for Valentine's Day. We did not catch any of them. No. Um, it's but kind of busy anyone, this weekend. Yeah. If anyone did, though, hit yes. us up. Let us know how it is because we'd love to hear it. Yes. Um, speaking of Valentine's Day, I think it's very appropriate to also say Happy Valentine's Day. Happy yes. Lunar New Year's. Yes. Um, and hence our inspired look for this week. I'm, you know, definitely not Japanese, but I felt very geisha appropriate. Um, I think that kind of works with the Lunar New Year. Um, so hopefully, you know, here's a chance once again to start the new year. Let's start it right. Um, you know, just, yeah, it's a year of the ox. That means we're going to be strong and we're going to fight against anything that um, might bring some difficulties to our lives. Yes. Uh, but with that being said, I mean, to all our Valentines, all our lovers, all our Galentines, Guyantines, Boyatines, mm -hmm. is that, I don't know what the right word is. Um, <laughs> All of you lovers and none, um, 
We wish you guys all a happy yes. Valentine's Day. Lots of love from Miss Chopsticks and, and Miss Apocalypse. But moving on, I think we should just talk about this week because there's yes. so much to like yes. talk about to really just uncover, untuck, and I think we should just start right away from with it. Yes. Um, mini challenge. How fun was that? And how cringeworthy. Mm. Oh, there were some of those. Elliot does not know how to throw, <laughs> how to shade. throw shade. You know, and I, you know, I empathize because neither do I really. Like, I mean, I kind of <laughs> do. Like, don't get me wrong, on our podcast, I do throw shade quite a bit. And I'm never one to shy about my opinion, which often tends to lean me on the side of it hating. Comes off shady. <laughs> a little bit. But at the end of the day, like... I don't know if I could do what they do. Like the queen standing up there to just throw shade at everyone. Ugh, it's a little difficult. I think that's why we saw Gottmik. Personally, I thought Gottmik, Tina, and Candy were so good. But I think so it's because they they know each other. It's yeah. like they're friends, so they can throw the shade You're at each right, other. though. And there's that level of like being able to throw shade when it's someone you yep. know versus someone that like... Yeah, like I think that really shows why maybe it was more uncomfortable and really cringeworthy with Elliot. Right, because we already knew that she was so ostracized from the rest yes. of the group that anything she was going to say was going to sound bad. I mm-hmm. mean, plus the ed- the editing was completely one-sided. They had the sound effects that was like very like kooky, like yeah. goofy, laugh at her, like for being awkward. Yes. But they still weren't funny. They still wouldn't have laughed. No, no, <laughs> no, I think no, no editing could have saved that. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I don't think any editing would be able to save um, her ability to win that challenge. However, Ms. Gottmik Got won, um, which is amazing and so deserving because I thought that hers was hilarious. So good. Um, I still love the line of, that she threw about, you know, even if Mama Ru came in cargo pants, <laughs> that she would still vote Utica. She, she wouldn't be the weirdest thing in yeah, the room. <laughs> no, which is hilarious because it's like Utica is, is the odd one just so much so odd so weird so quirky i think that's been my like just my description and termination mm-hmm. of her since day one she's just quirky it's kind of getting a little bit lackluster now True. i'm and we love utica but we're ready to start seeing that goofiness kind of tone down a little right shape up a little yes. bit more because she yes. has a high fashion she has the skill she has the stage presence but just yeah. refine it. Yes. Which I, I know you had said when we watched it um, that we think, you think that this is going to be a critical point in yes. the season mm-hmm. for you to could either blossom and change yep. or she's next. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. And it's funny because, yeah, like going right into that to the max or the, to the, I guess, the maxi challenge for this week. It really, I think that it is a pitiful mm-hmm. point for Utica because I think given the fact that she stepped aside, allowed Olivia to Really be, win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, she did. Really, she, she did did win. Yeah. Because was it Sherry was the the role name or whatever starts with an Cheryl. F. That's Cheryl. right. It was okay. Cheryl. <laughs> yes. I mean, do I think that Utica could have killed that role? I think so. Mm-hmm. Given how a many thousand million memes there are out of her and her right. facial expressions, I think Utica as a meme would have been hilarious. Although, I think I think Utica would have been screwed either way because really? of the because of the critiques from last week. They were sick of her animated face. 
True. That I think if she would have came into the next week challenge with that, they would have been not surprised. And I think that group would have been on the bottom. I think they needed someone strategically like Olivia to outshine. Even though it wasn't, they weren't like graded or critiqued as a group. I think that would have landed there. It would have distracted from the attention that was there. You know, that's a good point. I never really thought about that. And I mean, it is true though, because Utica is so animated so much she can't turn it off (laughs) no she can't she can't and even though we kind of saw that though Mm -hmm. in the maxi challenge right like she did turn it down because she really didn't have that many weird awkward like i mean the whole starbucks cup thing like the rambling didn't make sense no it didn't but then afterwards it kind of did like i think a lot of that was just the Mm storyline and just them not really telling it the right way um but yeah like it Olivia definitely blossomed. She yep. stole the show. Um, Absolutely. Gomic was safe, as always. Yep. Her makeup was flawless. So gorgeous. I mean, I can't get enough of her and her looks. And just, I mean, everything about Gomic. Huge fan. Yes. I am still rooting for her. I still hope she wins this yep. season. But there's a lot, a lot of top contenders. There's so, a lot of queens left. Yes, there this. are. There's nine. Like, how? I feel like it's the season is so long, but yet, like, not at all. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, either way, yeah, it was definitely, you know, to see the look on Utica's face when she was at the bottom. and again. to real Again. And then to realize how Olivia, our little baby Olivia. Showered in praise. Showered and won. She won, won. two weeks in a row, back to back. I think she's the first one ever on this season to have yep. done that. Um amazing couldn't be happier um but you could see like right the producers are starting to do Mm -hmm. those edits you saw the face that yurika was giving and just kind of the the anger the build-up so that's where i feel like it's going to be really interesting to really see where she goes is she going to end up just playing nice or is now she's going to be like gloves off queens i'm here to show you what's up um i guess i'll have to stay and see what happens next week. Um, but other funny thing about this group, we definitely saw, as Miss Tina Burner told us, yes, the side of Diva of Olivia coming out. Yes. Um, it's kind of funny, and I will say I kind of expected it because it's like, okay, this whole innocent mm-hmm. phase look works for so long until you realize and you draw back that curtain. There has to be a little bit more depth to her. Yeah. And there has to be a little bit more cutthroat to her. For her to have landed in the winner's lounge. Yes. For only having two years of experience. She's only been doing this for two years. Yeah. I think she... I think she... It was very strategic about it. But I also think she just... I think it's just, I feel so much like she knows what she had to do mm-hmm. to be quote-unquote underestimated for as long as she had. But I think that what we're seeing, especially with her, the more vulnerable she gets with her sisters, uh, the more she's willing to just let the claws come out. Yes. yes. Whereas she's done with the impressions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, everyone knows who I am now. Yeah. Time to go. Because she was, yes. if Utica was strategic and cutthroat like some of the previous queens we've had mm-hmm. she would have not given that up at true. all she would have said so that's too bad for you olivia you can do it yes. you can find something else to do and 
would have perhaps got the win, right? We don't know. So I think that is kind of the fun piece of that. You do see how, and Olivia did it right on the first episode against Rosé. She was, you know, very much, I don't want, I don't want to go against her. And she's someone who judged me and who I looked up to, but turn it out as soon as they started. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I feel from that point, there's like this hidden little fire that she knows how to control, which is the talented piece. That's where she's going to come in and I think wipe out the competition. Very possible. I'm still holding up for Denali and Rose. I know me and Gigi talked about uh, it. Yes, I think yes. they're Let's safe, go to quiet. The, yeah, right. I agree. Let's go to that group because we had Denali, Rose, and Lala Ree. Um, I forgot Lala was yep. in there, honestly, just now. And that's what's sad, right? And that's why she went home. Yep. Spoiler alert! Um, Our first Condragulation girl yeah, gone, went home. Right? So sad. And it was so like funny, not funny at the same time, how just before the um, lip sync for your life, we ha- we had- you had just made that comment like yeah. none of the congratulation girls have gone I'm home. I'm like it's yet. all been the pork chop. Yes, girls. right. And then we had our first winner um, queen go home. So with that though, going back to that group, very interesting di- like dynamic, right? We had Lala, we had us uh, Lala, we had Rose, and we had Denali. Um, I was really impressed that Denali um, showed up because yes. Denali like bombed it with the last acting challenge so it was very hit or miss but the chemistry now that's two weeks in a row that we saw denali and rose mm-hmm. work together work well, well they do work well together yeah. but safe queens they're not stopping the show they're not they're not <laughs> show stoppers they also don't have the it factor right i hate to say that but they don't have that it presence not I, yet true true maybe not yet but I don't really know how much they will. Like, for me, when I look at, like, Rosé and I look at Denali, I look at them like they're great queens, but they're not your BBs. They're not your Shaykulis. They're not, you know, your winners. Like, they just don't really come off as that. Like, there's just something missing. And maybe it's just that we don't know them enough, right? right? And it goes back to what Mama Ru said last week was that, Perfection is boring. Mm-hmm. Don't give me perfect. Give me vulnerability. Give me your heart. Let us as viewers and as followers and as fans fall in love with you. Exactly. That's where I think, because of, I think Rosé is really good at reading a room. Because I, I think you can see that from yes, the first episode true. when she did her lip sync, she was very confident. I think that was mm-hmm. Rosé. Yeah. That's the same one that showed up and talks shit to Simon Cowell and say, you know, we can sing, we can do. Th- yes. The one yes. who's not afraid of that confrontation. Yes. yes. We saw that during the right away during the lip sync and her entry into the workroom. Mm-hmm. And I think that first lost really blew her and it became okay. Yeah. But I think that helped her because I think in that period she was able to sit there and be like, okay, back to basics. Like this is drag boot camp on the next level. Because she's been safe, but I think she's been intentionally safe. Because even in the workroom, as far as what they show, like she's not, she hasn't been like, that's my challenge. That's Mm -hmm. mine. Right. She's like, oh, the singing challenge was mine. And I I think they won that one. That was a phenomenon. Her first episode, like with the pork chop. I think then she win the singing one. You know, I think they did. Well, I mean, but she did last week. She thought her and Denali were guaranteed win. Which which we talked about. They should have probably been had they not done exactly what everyone expected they were going to do. Exactly. Because no one expects them to fail. (laughs) No one expects the dancers to fail a dancing challenge. challenge. But you don't expect them to win either unless they can do something. Right. Like if they would have paired up with someone who can't dance and turn it up. 
right. different, but the two True. best dancers, that's like the best two singers being in a group and expecting them not to be able to kill yeah. the singing no, challenge. That's so true. That is so true. I mean, it, it is, yeah, it is interesting. And it is sad that their personality, what they were able to bring to the table, just outshine mm-hmm. Lala's. Yep. Like, I think that there was a few moments there, but I think, you know, out of all the all the bottoms, Lala's acting was better. And I think she yeah. did improve a lot. Yep. From her last acting as um, much, challenge. Exactly. As much as I love Utica, I do disagree with Lala being in the absolute bottom. I don't think she was the worst actress. No. There. You know, and I love right. I love I love all the queens. We would talk about every mm-hmm. single Yeah, week. yeah. But I just and that maybe that's part of it too. I just think they make Lala so easy to love. And they make her genuinely enjoy every step mm-hmm. of this cha- of this journey, yeah. right? Like when she's not, even when she's in the bottom and she's lip syncing, she's loving it. Mm-hmm. This is what she does, and they so did. I think that it's kind of sad to see that heart and soul of because mm-hmm. now Tamisha's gone, which was that void. Right. They played right. off each other. Right now she's gone, and it's like, oh, that yeah. soul's gone. It's but true. Simone is going to catch that up. Yes, <laughs> yes. So you know, let's go to that Simone superstar and. Um, Oh, geez, who is she paired up with? Simone and Candy Muse. Yep. Um, what an interesting cu- um, group couple. Definitely wasn't yes, expecting that. They did good. Wasn't sure. And mm-hmm. it was interesting when Gottmik made the comment that Candy was toning up down and it was working in her favor. Because when I heard it, I remember looking at you going, yeah. ooh, I don't know. We weren't sold on it We weren't. All. And um, it wasn't until Mr. Ross Matthews mm-hmm. um, made the comment of how easy it was to banter with Candy that I was like, oh, okay, I can kind of see that. Because right. it was really natural, right? It was, you almost thought what Candy was giving was scripted right. for being unscripted. And I didn't even realize that until afterwards. Exactly. It was like, oh, yeah. That was an acting challenge. Right. And Candy just did it without being Candy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Without, yeah, and completely improved everything. Um, but it was really interesting to see this side of Candy because it almost seemed like a little bit of a softer, toned yes. down, controlled side of her. Um, but still so Candy. Like when she yes. talked with Ross and said, bitch, called her out. Yes, and yes. Did that. Yes. And not to mention, I thought her look was. Like, high-class hooker, candy me. <laughs> oh, total, like, yeah, teen mom, kind of, but yes. yet mixed with, like, a little bit of high fashion. and It was great. It was. I mean, her and Simone killed it in terms of their looks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they all killed it, to be really honest with you. Looking back and thinking, I think all of them looked amazing. Right. I don't think there was a single queen that was like, ooh, maybe not. Like, I did mm-hmm. the first acting challenge. Um, but, yeah, like, it was definitely, um, Simone definitely it up. She saved that group. She I is so like. good. She, she is so good. You know, for so long, you always said, Simone is mini Rue. Rue, and? <laughs> and I would have to say, I swallowed my words this week and can ha- see it. had to agree with you that she is. She so is going to be, <laughs> yeah, she is a mini Rue and her look, her class, her presence, um, it shows. Yes, and, it shows and so and much talent. So much. Like she's talent. so effortless at yes, how that's she the word. how she walks, how she. But it's not cocky either, because like mm-hmm. you see her, right? I yes. think we even saw it on the preview for next week's episode, where she's shaking and like the song challenge. Remember, she said, "I don't do this. I don't." Yes. So and she still 
she was safe that week, I think mm, I remember. Yeah. But she still didn't even perform bad. <laughs> like, yeah. she's, I, I feel like she's just so good at, like, knowing what where her strengths are and not overselling it. But yeah. knowing exactly what to stay in the competition. Yes. So it's like, okay, sewing challenge, not the best. I'm going to turn it on the runway. Yes. In a unique way that none of these judges have seen, which has been every single runway so far. I She's know. blown she my mind. She hasn't done a bad runway look. No. And I love this week's look for her. So much. And I loved everything from the posture, from the pose, from the, like, back little, like, hit of, you know, second, third position. Like, all of these things. It was just perfect. It was yeah, the hidden reveal with the hair and the name. Oh like, my gosh. It gave me goosebumps seeing her. <laughs> it was her. so good. And, and it was, she also reminded me of Naomi. Yes. Smalls, right? With yes. the legs. Like this week, I was like, oh, damn, Naomi. You got competition, girl. Yes. Um, and I would pick Simone over Naomi any yeah. day. Simone has so much personality. It's so many de depths to her. Yes. That... I'm just loving it. I love it as much time as they can show of her and her yes. story and her humor. I think it's hilarious. Her humor is very, like, subtle. Like, you have to yes. catch it. If you don't, then you miss it. But it, it. lands so good Every when time, it does. When it does. Absolutely. When you pick up on it, like, it just hits. It's like, yeah. it is very much like how Gottmik's humor is when she's playing off of uh, Candy or Tina. Yes. Like yes, with the yes. tight, all right, you have, you're built enough to be a football player. And Tina's like, yeah, tight end. Mm, not what I heard. Yeah. Like they're just yes. so quick. Simone yes. has that same raw energy talent mm -hmm. to be able to be like, whatever the challenge is, is like, turn on. Yes. And find some way to turn it yes. out. And we, none of us expect it. None. I totally agree. And she's just, yeah, she blows me away. I'm really excited to see her evolve. Yes. I love her story. I mean, it is one that I... I can understand why yep. she's who she is now so and much. the pressure that she puts on herself. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about her. I like her. Um, speaking of Miss Tina Burner I and love her. stories <laughs> and just her being paired up with Elliot with two T's, um, you know, wow, crazy. I think it shows how polished she is and how much she needs a house we need a petition and like sign the house me of up. burner the house of burner i will be the first queen i guess i don't really know if i can even be a part of that but of course you can sign me up i want to be with miss tina burner i want to see her so bad so bad i like her tiktok which if anyone's not following her make sure to follow her she isn't posting her pre-covid and post-covid like outings when she has her shield on yeah and this girl is nuts. She could, like, I've never seen a queen work a crowd of people post-COVID with masks have so many work tips wow. while not doing the classic. Like, I don't think she did. She didn't do one death drop, one split, one twirl. Really? She walked and she was just telling jokes that's to amazing. every table and everyone was ripped apart laughing. Yeah, And it's that's hilarious. just such a natural professional. That's someone... I know people are torn on Sharon Needles, but it's very Sharon Needles where it mm -hmm. comes in there and it's such a personality, but it's overwhelming in a way that you want more of it. Not yeah. overwhelming yeah. that you want to get out of the room. Right, right, right. <laughs> I love her. I mean, I wasn't a Tina Burner fan. Mm -hmm. I will be the first to say that as well. Um, wasn't a huge fan of her. I thought she was kind of mm -hmm. boring with her look. I felt like she was going to... I was waiting to see if she was going to break out of her orange mm -hmm. and yellow look, and I was like, ooh, I don't know. Um, and she did and then she did again and this week I would say out of all her looks so far this week was one of my favorite looks for her It was so cool to see her 
like a Mardi Gras clown oh, yeah. thing. But then the hair, right? You still always right. have that signature consistent stamp of Tina Burner on her look. And her face. She knows how to paint Tina's mm-hmm. face to look like Tina Burner yeah. every single look. Even Tin Man, you knew that was Tina. Yes, yes, yeah. And then just the multiple reveals, right? Like from the pants to the yes. dress to the boobs to like, I mean, yes. just all of that. It was like hit, 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 give me more. And now you're leaving? What? So good. So good. Um, and then, you know, peeling back from just the runway to more personal stuff, I think that that's her story. Um, and then how much of a just maturity level she brings to the workroom yes. and her talking to, you know, Elliot and just kind of even owning and admitting the fact that, like, you know, I should have talked to Elliot before yep. I cast a judgment. I mean, we can all learn something from that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, seeing her break down and her talk about her mom and, you know, her mom's mental health. I mean, all of that, like, I'm just, I'm a huge Tina fan now. It was so, it, that's the thing. Tina just knows how to be on TV. She's a personality who's made for reality show, game shows, comedy. Yeah, like, yeah. she's just such a polarizing entertainer that, yes. even, like, right, it just shows that you remind me, like, when she can be in the workroom... Even the producers are like, hey, let's go follow where Tina is mm-hmm. doing. Because yeah, she can get sure. ready, she can have this banter, mm-hmm. but make it where I feel like I could imagine being a cameraman on there, a producer, and just being like, I want to watch Tina yeah. because I don't want to miss what she might absolutely, do. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I know. Well, like, even just like the one little funny thing they did with like the Murray show, and then like, Tina oh my out God. Of nowhere, being like, hashtag dad. Like, Please. Just so on point yeah. every time. <laughs> like absolutely love her, love her. Love she never her. turns off. It's and that's what I think all of us are starting to love about her. And yes. some people that's why they don't like her and they throw the shade and the hate at her. Mm-hmm. But she's sell she, every week she's giving you Tina. Yes. No she she's not modifying it, she's not changing it. It's the same product. Price is going up each week. True. <laughs> yeah. It's like either buy in or else you're gonna just hate her from now on. Right. I feel like right. that's I'm definitely interested to see how much more she can evolve because I do think that she's really at that peak and just that that level of like oh you know you're just you're she's just she deserves but the preview the the preview that we saw again a whole different whole different look all black all black but she looked like last freaking Manelli. <laughs> it was yeah, so she looks amazing. so cool. I'm excited again. Me, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I can't wait to see it. And then you know, hearing about Elio two T's and you know how she's been dealing with depression, clinical depression since you know thirteen. Like mental health is a huge thing. It's really real. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I know Miss Apocalypse. You and I both know this firsthand, both outside of the drag world um, in our professional life, and then you know, just yeah just it is and it's I'm glad that there's a platform I hope that you know they talk about it a little bit more I hope you know just everything about um their journey but yeah it's just it is crazy it definitely gives you another side of Elliot with two t's you make you understand that like you know why she's kind of awkward like she says Mm -hmm. like it's hard you know when you're battling something like that I do struggle with that though like just thinking back now I don't know how much of that is could be Miss Elliot just saying what she needs to to not be hated more. Because the more I'm thinking back to how the other episodes are, she had no problem stirring the pot. 
Remember the first time she comes out? Like, the shyness in this episode and this True. insecurity? Yeah, yeah. Where was it the last episode? True. When she came in, remember, she was going head-to-head with Tina. Yeah, when that's Tina's true. Like, I thought I sent your ass home. And she, that is true. Right? True. Um, but then it could just go back to, like, you The know, depression. The depression, real. right? Yeah. And it's, I mean, I think the fact that, you know, her explaining it, like, she gave me in a, a room by herself or a room with all of her best friends, and then if it hits you, it hits you. So right. who knows? There's that I real, mean, real, um, real part of it. And then I think also, I, I'm sure it doesn't help that, like, yeah, she made a good point and a good observation. Every week, whoever's been paired up with her has been on the bottom. Kind well, of like a little bad luck. And well, then this week, of, it's her. Exactly. <laughs> like, and that's where I was thinking with, when I was looking back. It's like, it's really convenient for now, all of a sudden, to talk about these vulnerable issues and whatnot. True. After, because she was cocky at first, even though she had lost her lip sync yeah. and got voted off by her queens right that whole twist but she came in with being the losing queen and had no problem having attitude winning that challenge or getting the shout out from ross saying you don't have to prove yourself she was cocky the next episode and then since then she'd been in the bottom and she's faded away she has completely and it's almost like okay i don't want to be forgotten what do i do let's next thing because she was even remember with the tamisha and candy Argument. I think she was involved in it somewhere. She or she had said, "I want to say my piece," yeah, and yeah, just ignored right away. That's true. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Tell us what you guys think because yes. it'd be interesting to know what you guys think about this whole thing. And is this that uh, you know, Miss Elliot? You know, we're not saying that her mental health and her, the clinical depression is not real, but a little too convenient. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess you guys let us know. Um, but. Speaking about her and um, being a little too convenient, (laughs) um, the fact that she was up for a lip sync um, and she went against Lala Ree. And I will say, I definitely was rooting for Miss Elliot. I know Miss Apocalypse. I was rooting for Lala, but I was also wanting Elliot to pull through. I I was happy with both of them. I just, like I said... Lala doesn't have drama with her. When I see Lala on the screen, I just want... Like, she reminds me of everybody's queen. Yeah. Who's like, I'm not the best. Yeah. I'm not the worst. There's room for me to grow, but there's also... I'm going yeah. to mess up. Yeah. Like, she has that. You can relate to her. You're you right. can relate to her. Absolutely. I agree with that. And, and so I felt like she was in this position. She was the underdog. Mm-hmm. And it's True. like, no, I want to see you turn out. And I thought she did. I, you know what? I think she was amazing. I thought they both mm-hmm. were. I thought this was actually one of the best lip syncs so far this yes. season. Um, and every moment, the both queens gave us something to really go, oh, Elliot, oh, Lala. Like, it was yes. like head to head to head to head. And then finally, um, I don't know how Mama Rue decided. I do think I that a little bit came from, you know, Elliot pulled a little bit you know, out a little bit more than Lala did. I think the splits, the double splits, you know, back to back really helped. Um, but I mean, their lip sync gave me goosebumps. Yes. I thought that it was amazing. I thought it set the standard. I think it raised the bar. Um, you know, obviously, we don't ever want to see any queen go home because we're loving this season so far. It. But it'll be interesting to see what happens next week and who's on the bottom two and yes. what are they going to bring if, you know, can they match what was just delivered. What would be your dream one now? If you could watch oh, a dream lip sync. After hearing you say that, I instantly thought watching Denali versus Elliot that's would so be funny. fun. Or else In my head, Rose versus Denali. the exact Denali. same thing. Really? Um, that's so, so weird. Um, 
Yeah, I think that I would love to see even like a triple threat, right? All your dancers, your Denali, like Denali, um, Rose, and Elliot. However, um, I think right now all of them I think would be amazing. Yes. How I do want to see Gottmik because I haven't seen that side of her yet. No. And I'm interested. I want to know. I want to see, right? I, I would like to see what she brings to the table um, because she's really flawless and polished when it comes to behind the scene in the workroom and her yes. makeup and her, all of the challenges that have been thrown to her. The dancing one has always given her like a little mm -hmm. bit of a, mm, I don't know, but she's always managed to pull through and be safe. Now, yeah. is that enough for, I think, a lip sync challenge? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So, and like, what's actually interesting, even thinking in this, I don't, I'm not entirely sure anyone would be, this is my top three right now for lip syncs, as far as one, mm -hmm. two, you, two, the assassins of this season would be Olivia, Simone, and Tina. When I think of the rest of the queens, I just have a hard time seeing any of them blow those three out of the water. I don't know, I would agree with Simone, um, I would agree with Tina. I don't know about Olivia, though, to be honest with you. I don't Because really I just even think... think to how her disco was. Yeah, but see, that was like a look. Like, that was like something she had to channel. It was like, I think a lot of it, too, was the hair, like, that added to it. She did beat, but I'm trying to think who won her against her and Simone when they both won the first challenge. Uh, I don't remember. I remember her being really spectacular in that one. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that either. But I do remember her, too. I thought she was phenomenal against Rosé. Every True. time she, like, I mean, she just she, always stands yeah. out to me as someone yeah. who could just, kick it into gear. Po yeah, I could see that possibly for sure. I just, yeah, I don't know. I can't say, I, I definitely wouldn't put Elliot. Um, Denali, maybe? I would, oh, it's Denali Elliot, and though. Tina She's, would be a fun show to watch. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> That'd be or the battle even of Tina and Candy. I would like yeah, to see the two they would of them know how go. to play off each other yep. so well. Yep. I think that was also what made it for me too when I was like, Ellie's got this. Because mm -hmm. when there was that line in the song about how you're no competition and her pointing at Lala yes. and just being like, you know competition. Like, I love it. It just, that playing, that bantering, that just incorporation. Um, I really did think that she set the bar. But I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that she would beat someone like Simone. I don't think she would beat someone mm -hmm. like Tina. Um, it's gonna be hard for anyone to beat Tina, I think, though. It'll be interesting. I'm really interested <laughs> to see. That's where it's like, okay, you know, I, I don't, I, I mean, I see her as a potential um, winner, maybe. I don't know. There's still something about her, though. I like to see her versus Simone. Yeah, I think they I would. I think those are deadly. I too. think if those two went against each other, they would, it would be one of the rue moments of either a second one or else both are safe. I think yeah. that would be so hard to... Well, it depends on what song, too. Like, right? True. It, I mean, there's so many Simone, factors. But so I would, many like, factors. That would be such a dream one to mm -hmm. watch. Yeah. I would love if that's a finale. If, like, they end up breaking them into, like, four groups and yep. they face off. Like, they did the very first episode. True. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I have no idea. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I think that there's definitely a lot, a lot of contenders yes for this still. season still it's crazy i don't even think we're halfway through the season yet doesn't feel like it at least um so it'll be really interesting to see kind of what's to ha happen 
I mean, I know we're going to get a snatch game. Yep. We always do every season. Yep. I think that's going to be one in which there's going to be a lot of queens that are going to kill it. I think Tina again. I think Tina's going to. I can see. I Tina. want to know who she's going to be. But True. me and you were talking. I think Bette Midler, if she ever channeled like yes. a Sanderson sister from Hocus yes. Pocus, Gone Dirty, she would kill that role. Yeah, because she's so large of a personality that you just wanna, you wanna see her and listen to yes. her, and you wanna see her roast the hell out of everyone. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And then I'm trying to think, who did we forget to talk about this week? Like, I feel like we kind who of... faded off into the background this week is what you're really asking. I didn't say that. See, I'm not the shady one all the time, you guys. I feel like, yeah, sometimes, most of the time. I don't know, but I think we caught everyone this week. It it was a really interesting... Pretty cut and dry week. Yeah. um, I don't... I did... I will have to say, I really did love... um, Olivia's runaway look. Yes. Um, I thought that was really good. I thought that... And I know you mentioned this while we were watching it. Got Mix was a little too... Easy, safe, convenient. We've seen it. I thought something would be better. I do definitely love her makeup. And I'm really excited to see a tutorial for that because I think that would be a really good one to maybe practice and try. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, But the look itself was like, seen it next. Like, nothing's really, really special about it. Um, But it is very classic Gottmik look. Yes. Candy was really good, gorgeous to yes, look at. Yes, that's right. Candy's runway was just, I thought she was stunning. I thought she looked so good, so proportionized. Um, just everything about her just was really, really elegant and soft and just showing a really different side of Candy yes. that we're used to seeing. Yes. Um, and I thought she just looked amazing. She looked really good. I think that actually brings up a good point. I think the judges, personally... I think they carried so much grudge, grudges and critiques in there when it came to talking to um, or critiquing Utica. Notice how yes. every single one of them loved her gown, which yes, I no agree, one, I no thought one. was stunning, but they still were like, we'll disregard that. Well, and the <laughs> funny thing is, with that, um, I didn't hear any of the judges say that they liked her until she was gone until she was gone (laughs) so with that being said i mean that's i don't know like that was such a stunning piece of work that i feel bad for because on tiktok utica shouted out the queen or the the artist who made her gown for her okay and it sounds like it's a younger girl who might have been a fashion student at the time oh damn and it is kind of sad because i think that was a work of art that told such a story and i think it was kind of shady for the producers or drag race it's kind of sweet pinner because it was right. a stunning look it was a really so strange, much detail which is funny i'm glad you brought that up because i actually was thinking too how i think that utica should belong in um dragula yes i do think that her like concept looks and her quirky weird um, it's not appreciated fully it, by this it's not by this competition style no which is too bad because i yes. think she does have a lot to offer yes. um so if she doesn't win um we're calling it here first Utica, <laughs> you better go and try out or audition or i don't know apply i don't know how the whole process goes with the boule brothers but you should end <laughs> up on dragula um Miss Chopsticks here probably wouldn't watch you. I'm sorry, just because I don't really like that type of stuff. Um, but I'll leave it for Miss Apocalypse. I'm here for it. <laughs> she'll do all the reviews and talk all about it. But yeah, like I definitely think that it, her looks are just getting a little underappreciated for what they are. Yep. Um, 
and that's sad because I think they are really amazing. Right, and that's what I kind of yeah. It's just in general, I just think it's kind of shady for the judges to just because they don't like one part of her personality, yet they'll drag everyone else for not having a personality. Mm-hmm. But apparently, if you have too much, you're not good either. True. Which is a little just weird because I get where their critiques are coming from, where Utica needs to turn that down a little bit, but. I'm also thinking of the UK season and how Ginny Lemon was very much that person too, where Ginny knew her character. The fans all loved that Ginny. Yes. And then, but then when you're watching the recordings and the tapings of it, Rue's like, I want this, I want this version, right? The molded version of who Rue would Mm -hmm. choose. And it doesn't fit with some of these queens who are truly who they are as a queen, right? right? And that's where I think you're right. Dragula does a really cool job of embracing who you are but the boules let it very known like dragula the title of dragula needs to fit their mold and so they're like you know every time it comes to deliberation it's like remember these aren't any critiques about your drag just this is the critiques we're looking for for an image of our queen yes it doesn't fit there this week yeah and i think when you think of that perspective like Drag race would be a hundred percent different. I think True. the the judging styles we would see a lot more Simones and a lot more people like Gottmik and Utica shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. Just some thoughts. I wonder what everyone else thinks. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. There's a lot to to be said, and it it will be really interesting. It'll be interesting to see what next week has in store. Yes. Um, I'm super excited. I know you're super excited. I'm so excited. Um. But I think that really wraps it up for yes. us this week. Yes, um, just I'll just do a quick one on UK. We'll do a full in-depth one on next week's episode. This week was just mm-hmm. a very... It was a first week back from COVID, so it was a little odd. Yes. I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I'm going to jump over and we'll talk about it later. In, a little, in another video, I'll do a recap of it. But why don't you just throw that out in case you don't listen to that or don't watch that clip. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not a good look for Rue. I talked to you about that. I just thought, yes. and it's kind of online. Rue has a whole tangent about not effing wearing H&M on her runway, which, privilege check, Rue. Not everyone gets a custom gown made during a pandemic. Right. absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? I think sometimes I give props to those that can get creative, right? And can turn it out. Yeah. So, I don't know. I Yeah, that hurt, that was really sad to hear that about Mama Rue, but... I guess we'll hear it on your your own yes. little spin-off, and Miss Apocalypse will tell you guys all about it, so make sure you guys check it out in another video. Um, but I think, once again, thank you to all of our followers. We're almost to 500. We were almost to <laughs> 500, you guys. We beat, we like crossed the line to 400. We're like 405, I think, that I lost track. like 415. Oh, is it four? Okay, see, I'm I know, we're late. going up. Oh, my um, gosh. So I think what we'll do for sure is that when we hit the 450, we're going to announce that we're going to do a giveaway at 500. We're going to have a few giveaways that I think we're going to be able to do mm-hmm. packages. Um, some amazing products, some amazing goodies that we're just so excited to share with you guys and to just say thank you. Yes. Really, thank you guys so much for bearing with us as we kind of navigate this. This is all new to us, um, but we absolutely love all things drag. We love yes. as much as there's a lot of shade that's being thrown on it um, and shade that we throw on it ourselves too, but we do really love RuPaul's um, Drag Race. and. You know, this is something that's been really fun for us, and we just are so excited that you guys are joining and following us through our journey, um, and especially Miss Apocalypse's journey as she kind of navigates this drag world. Which, want to apologize again this week, no nails, the lipstick is smeared, and no lashes, but 
We got it out. We got it, right? We like, got I'm it pretty done. sure my kimono doesn't, is actually backwards. I'm not really sure right now, but who knows? We'll like, work we'll, on editing ourselves a little bit more for the future. We'll figure it out. We Bear with us, right? Like, maybe season two will be better. Who knows? Um, but thank you guys all, really, for all of our followers, all of our listeners, all, all of our viewers. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys do like to hear us more, um, to just follow us, subscribe, Give us some ratings, um, and we're on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Anchor. Overcast, and uh, YouTube, and YouTube. Yeah, so you know, and then you know, just yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, guys, from the bottom of our hearts. We just yeah. are so excited to bring you guys another episode. And until next week, signing off from it's Chopsticks and it's Chocolate. Thank you, dolls. Bye. Bye.